Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Weeks is struggling with the third, possibly on the way. We're going to break down today where the Bears defense and offense rank amongst the NFL. We're also going to talk about it and ask the question, should polls have invested more in the offensive line and are Justin Fields and or Matt Eberfuss on the hot seat? We're going to get into all and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. C-Dub, Bobby Hayes, we all in the building today. We're going to break down the topics. It's Wacky Wednesday. Fellas, I don't know about y'all, man, but I'm tired of the Bears losing. We got the Kansas City Chiefs coming in town this week, man, and ah, I already know, man. It's it's going to be a long game, man, but the Bears have been struggling on both sides of the ball. I wanted to talk a little bit about where where the the offense and the defense rank amongst the NFL. So just with in points per game, the Chicago Bears rank 22nd in passing offense, 25th in rushing offense, 22nd and overall total offense, 27th. And then red zone scoring they actually ranked seventh in the NFL at 66.6%. How you guys feeling about those offensive rankings? Uh, just as you throw that in as well. Justin Fields has already been sacked 10 times this season. How you guys feeling? Um, it's very sad, disappointing, um, underwhelming. Uh, this team should be much better with the additions that we made this offseason with what Chase Claypool from last season. He he actually had, I think, a good game last game, uh, compared to the first game. You got DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, Roshan Johnson, and uh Khalil Herbert. Uh, we definitely should be way better than this in the 27th, what a 27th rank. Um, I think it starts with Justin Fields, and and I just think he's – I'll just get on that at another time. I'm just saying I'm going to be real depressed, and it's underwhelming, bro. Go ahead, nephew. I mean, it's just it, – it's what we it, – it's very disappointing for this reason right here is because all the hype coming in, but then after watching two games, you see why there are miscues because these players are telling us that there are miscues. The coaches are telling us that the wide receivers are not getting spacing. You got plays to where you got double hitches or double sticks in the same area, and Justin Fields doesn't even know what he should do because these guys are not on, all on the same page. You got your offensive coordinator who runs pretty much the same sequence after the, a good first drive. The guy is it's it's all jacked up right now. Um, so I'm really not that surprised at these numbers if you're looking at what you know what I'm saying the team is looking like. Really, I mean, honestly, they should be better, you know, especially with some of the missed throws, some of the drop passes that you see from some of the players. And uh what's really surprising is the low ranking in the running game because mm-hmm. that was that should have been our identity. Heading into this season, especially when you consider how dynamic we was in that sector of the offense last season. So, and then 
it, it just all falls back to what the hell our offensive play call is. They could because if you've seen in the first half of the last game, we we hitting we hitting some nice some nice you know getting some nice gains on some runs, and then in the second half, the game is not out of reach. You know what I'm saying? And they they, they just abandon everything that they've done well. Uh, going back to last season, that's what's the most disappointing thing to me because it, it don't make sense, bro. It just don't make sense. You know what? Go ahead, Hayes. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I agree 100 with Bobby. One of the most concerning things about this is how we how we were the number one rushing attack in the league last year. How the hell we fall all the way to 22nd? Yes, David Montgomery left, but I feel, I think we did a pretty damn good job replacing him with Deontay Foreman and Roshan Johnson. Looks like an absolute monster. Like the the lack of originality from this offense is the thing that's concerning because, like, you can have all the talent in the world, but if you're going to run the same sequences over and over again, anybody can figure that out. That's like spamming ass man. I know we make the joke about that's what Matt Nagy did, but, like, the the offense is so simplistic with this, and even if you want to say it's because to protect Justin Fields or anything, it's unacceptable how shitty this offense looks on a consistent basis, bro. And I think it starts here. I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Uh, egos in the NFL is some of the biggest egos, especially when it comes to the offensive coordinators or defensive coordinators. Justin Fields is not Tom Brady. Justin Fields is not Aaron Rodgers, especially. Um, this looks like a Green Bay offense when I look at it. Uh, I just think you need to let Justin Fields be himself. Uh, you need to get him out on the perimeter. Uh, that doesn't mean he do that every play, but he can be in the pocket sometimes. But we're not using his greatest asset, which is his which is his legs. He is the most dangerous quarterback in the NFL using his legs. He had three rushing yards last game. That's that's crazy. That's like going hunting and don't use your gun. You're just throwing rocks at the deer. You you, you you're just throwing rocks. Leave your that's gun. A hell of an analogy, my God. <laughs> like, do you, so do you guys think that we should get last season? We saw as the season went on, they had more design runs for for Justin Fields. Um, wow. Do you think that it's time to start integrating more design runs for Justin Fields in this offense again? I don't understand why would you go away from it. Like, if you're looking at the – bro, like, I'm not saying – like, it, we know just about every league, if some team's doing something good, it's going to be a copycat league. Mm -hmm. Just look at the Philadelphia Eagles. They went to the Super Bowl, and they still came out in their first two games and said, hey, Jalen Hurts, go get them yards, boy. Like, we ain't going to run you and try to run you to the ground, and we hope that you protect yourself and slide or get out of bounds. But we still gonna we still gonna call up some plays to get you running. But Hayes, when you talk about originality, one thing stood out to me is when you like uh in the offseason, you was like, you brought up a very good point. Bro, what would a formation look like with Justin Fields, Khalil Herbert, and Roshan Johnson in the backfield for opposing defenses? Yeah. Still ain't seen it. Andy Reid has been in the league forever before I was even born. Yeah. And he's still coming out with new things every single year. And you like, damn, I didn't even know you can come up with some type of scheme like that. I'm not saying that Luke Gessie has to be creative as him, but bro, can you uh, retain some of the things that work and then add on to build a build different looks for opposing defenses? Yeah. Like it's crazy, bro. It's it seems crazy. like, it seems like you're going to run the offense my way. Or the highway. I think it's just a setup for failure. Uh, you're not going to let uh, Justin Fields be himself. 
So he couldn't run my offense. I didn't adjust to him. He couldn't run my offense. Got to get rid of him. Bring me somebody in here that can run my offense. You build your offense around your quarterback, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, they got they gotta they gotta figure it out, man. Uh, you got them weapons. You did some some stuff with the offensive line, but right now, I think I think even the most optimistic Bears fans realizes this shit ain't working. Mm-hmm. It's just not working. Whatever it is, it's not working. And so you got to try to find an answer to that. You got to try to improve. And right now, with what we're seeing from the team, it don't look like those improvements are coming, and that's another problem. So. Max. Let's see, but uh, as bad as those offensive numbers were, let's talk about these defensive numbers, man. Points allowed, 31st in the NFL, averaging 32.5 points per game. Passing defense, 27th, allowing 277 yards per game. Rushing defense, actually better than I was expecting, 16th, averaging 106 yards per game. Total defense, 29th, averaging 383 yards allowed per game. And the third down conversion, 31st. We're allowing 54. I'm sorry. Yeah, 54.8 percentage on third down conversions this season. That's just great. It's just awful, especially when you think about the passing defense. We thought that we would have a a decent defensive backfield. Uh, We do have injuries to uh, Kyler Gordon. We lost him in the first game. You know, Eddie Jackson, we lost him in the second game. And uh, Brisker, he was in and out. Um, it's just disappointing. Ain't no excuses is what it is. Uh, we can't, uh, well, 16th is, that's just crazy and amazing to me. We couldn't stop a gold last year when it came to running the ball, but I guess that's pretty good. We can hang our hat on that. Um, but third down is the most egregious to us. We can't get off the field, bro. I don't matter what it is. It could be third and one. It could be third and five. It could be third and 15. They give it up. Third down is just killing the Chicago Bears, bro. They can get to third down, but they can't stop a soul on third down, bro. Facts. And the credit, man, this the defense is you really, and and that's the problem. Your head coach got hired because he was great at being a defensive coordinator, and that should be something you sure up immediately. Look at the defensive head coaches around the league. Just to name a few, look at Mike Tomlin, defensive head coach. Look at his defense. Sean McDermott with Buffalo Bills. Look at his defense. Look at Robert Solid. Had a bad game this past weekend, but look at his defense with New York. Even flus. This is your second season. You can't get you, you still can't get the defense uh figured out. And then I think the biggest disappointment for me is the, the defensive backfield because I thought that they had something that they could build on because at one point last season we was top 10 with a yeah. bad run game. It was crazy. And then last point, man, it sucks because they let Mike Evans break off buck 71. And then in week one, they let Aaron Jones break off 86 yards. <laughs> and they blo- and they giving up That's big plays. Monster plays. Not tackling. It's just. Tackling. It's, oh, my God. The, the tackling of this team is piss poor, bro. Yep. Bro. Just piss the poor. simplest things, bro. The fundamental. What the hell is a hit? I don't even want to hear that no more. The his <laughs> principles, bro. Now let me ask y'all a question though: Does their experience? See, we got a first time. You know, this is second year. Lou Getze and Allen Williams. That's their like second year being in charge of a defense, in charge of an offense, and also a second year for a head coach. Is the experience like a major? That's a disadvantage, bro. I think it's just. I just think they're getting outplayed every game. The coaches, 
outplay, outcoached every game. Well, Luke Getzey for sure, because as we talked about, Luke Getzey ain't like if anything, his play calling has gotten worse in the second year so it far, has. bro. Um, but you gotta keep in mind, Matt Eberflus was the one calling the plays in the la- and it didn't look no different than when Allen Williams was calling it, bro. Yeah, yeah. I would say they tried to bring more pressure with Flus, but at the same time, that was, a it was still the same results. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, I think what. I think honestly, I think the end of the season last year was better than what's been on display. Like you said, they were able to adjust. You'd be like, oh snap, they back in this game. They fighting. Oh, but then you know how we, they all ended. Where is that mindset at? You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of it sucks. We you know what I, right I don't see I don't see certain players having fun on the field. I don't see Justin Fields having fun. I don't see DJ Moore having fun. That's important when you playing the game. These niggas football. ain't deserve, ain't earned the right to have fun. So you, I don't That's care if problem. I don't see them having fun. That's a problem. But no energy problem, either. That's that, like yeah, the energy. Energy. Yeah, energy is definitely a problem. Yeah, that's the energy is non-existent, from. and like, and and that's what that's the one thing that I wanted more out of from Justin Fields is he's a stoic guy. He gonna remain even killed. But once you make big plays and you see things, you gotta pipe up a little bit to feed the energy in the team. And then it got to be on the coaches, too. What the hell are we preaching in the locker room? Because everybody knows, C-Dub, you hooped for a very long time. If your coach called up some bull jive and uh, you like, this this offensive play ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to be that confident going out there. They know them plays. No. Oh, they know, they know. <laughs> they know. We running this screenplay again? Three Luke, times in a row. This the third time, Luke. <laughs> Three this in a the row. third time, Luke. Come on, bro. Ain't nobody going to be hyped up. It, oh man, I don't want to accuse nobody, but it, he might be a saboteur. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> My goodness, three times? Bro. Come on, dude. That man came over here from Green Bay, and it was like, we need you to sabotage Justin. <laughs> Whatever you do. Just sabotage bro. his ass. He was it's like, bet, say less. Um, <laughs> but the thing with the defense that's concerning for me is that we spent we spent money on the defense. We spent draft capital on the defense. We, we spent a lot. And to me right now, that defense doesn't – it seems like you're going to have individual games from players like TJ Ed, uh, Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds had, you know, big statistical uh, games last week. But, like, to me it feels like every facet of that defense is operating on its own and there's no synergy right now between the oh, defense as a whole. That's, that's absolutely perfect. perfect. Mm-hmm. When we look at these plays – it's always one piece of the defense doing something great, and the other other facets of the defense let the let the whole whole thing down. That is that is correct. That is bro. spot on. I ain't got that's spot to on. add to that because that was great analysis. That was great. You everybody know, man. If you play football, pop one a pee with you playing both sides of the ball, and you know the only way it's gonna work is if everybody doing their damn job. Yeah, it ain't basketball. It ain't tennis. It ain't uh baseball when it's a one on one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was perfect. Clip it. Yeah. <laughs> they got to work on it, bro. Like, they got to work on getting this team all on the same page because right now I know we got some major injuries. I know we got major pieces that, you know, aren't going to be back uh, soon soon or whatever. But this this defense has to get on the page where you, I don't know if it's them not trusting each other. I don't know if it's them and not having the number of snaps together yet, the continuity not being there. And if it's going to be one of those things that we don't really see all clicking until – uh, you know, a month or so into the season, but like 
just watch because you guys know I'm a defense guy, right? I kept what I've been talking about all season. I can't wait to see the Bears be the monsters of the midway again. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and so yeah. like watching this defense, it really just seems like it, it's just not all clicking together at the same mm-hmm. time. And you, and you have you have no trust on your offensive line, which then puts the secondary on their heels. The secondary hasn't been playing to the way that I expect. And then the linebacking core. Here's what I'll say, man. Like outside of of tj edwards he's probably the one that's been the most consistent and i gotta call out tremaine evans in this as well bro like tremaine i haven't seen the the pff grade for week two yet but tremaine edmonds he got a lot of tackles and that's great but we saw roquan do that to me tremaine edmonds has left a lot to be desired in his tackling in his pass pro um not pass pro but uh pass defense and his coverage and then like also it just seems like he's a step like what the, it seems like he's a step so i watched so much of his his highlights when we signed him but it just does not seem like he has that same up, get up and go that he had uh, last year bro I, I don't know what it yeah. is man. you think that's the belief in the belief in the system or is it just like he getting into shape i would like to say after after this i want to ask you guys a question uh preseason just got more valuable i don't think a lot of chicago bears played in the preseason and a lot of teams in the NFL, you look around, the, the teams that you think should be good, they're pretty bad right now. But you can probably uh, note that they're going to be better later on. So preseason's got more important to me. Mm-hmm. And also, I want to ask you, what is more important to get fixed, the offensive side of the defense? And I will add this before you answer, that we was actually had a chance to win the game last week. Yes, we did. They only had 20 points. They should have won that game. What do y'all think is most important to fix? I think you got to fix your offense because yeah. your defense gave you opportunities. It wasn't a perfect game, but the de- your defense gave you opportunities to go for Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Or uh, go drive down the field and score and or take tie. the lead for a chance to win the game. Yep. The defense, they they bend a lot last guy's game, but they definitely had got some stops. So I think the, the, the major key is you got to get this. You got to be able to make plays. Big plays, TFLs, bat downs, interception, forced fumbles. All that stuff provides energy in the defense and that stuff leaks over into the offense. And the same thing could be said vice versa. The offense, you got to hit your passes. You got to hit your big runs. When 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 Roshan Johnson trucking people like that, like he did in Green Bay, that's supposed to ignite a whole entire team like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, bruh, is everybody, I, I say the whole team out of sync and it's a problem. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely say that offense got to get it together because to Bobby's point, like the defense did enough for us to win that game. You got to keep in mind they got timely stops. Did they get stops the whole game? No, but after the Bears scored that last touchdown and uh, the Packers got into into range to, to score, the the defense stepped up and held them to a field goal like they needed them to. Yeah, and so you know when your defense is doing enough, like you, like I said, I think on the um, live call. Uh, they 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 had the bend but don't break mentality, right? They they had their struggles, but when we needed them to make a uh, a stop, they did it. 
the offense couldn't come out. Like the offense couldn't couldn't get it done. So I think right now you need to get your offense going because I think while the defense still has its growth that it needs to do, I think that the defense is, could get you enough to be in position to win a football game. But if you can't score the football yourself, it don't matter how many stops the defense is. have a fucking Facts. chance because they're gonna have to keep up Sunday or it's gonna get ugly. Oh, bro, keep Quit. up. You yeah, have Baker Mayfield looking like Brett Favre out there. What do you think Patrick yes, Mahomes about to do? <laughs> you already know. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, Tyreek Stevenson, bro, I don't – like, he – Baker Mayfield picked on that young man, bro. Ooh, we he literally – hey, he saw that dude. 2.0. Bro, he got man. all the smoke in the first quarter. Every pass went to him. Every lick, every single one. All the smoke. Yeah, uh, Andy Reid saw that and was like, bingo. <laughs> oh, what is Andy going through? The Darius Tony about to eat. Oh, yeah, we, facts, we good facts. with him trying to catch the ball. Shit. But with that said, though, um, we got to talk. We talked so like, we all agree that the offense has to be has to really get in gear, right? Um, and the question is now arisen, and I played a voicemail on yesterday's daily on that maybe Ryan Pole should have should have spent more on the offensive line. We know we got Nate Davis who. Yeah, I, you know, the jury's still out on Nate Davis right now. We can't really write that story yet. But, like, should the Bears, even though they drafted Darnell Wright, who Darnell Wright, I don't know if you guys got a chance to look at the All-22. Darnell good. Wright played good. Yeah, He played good, bro. It wasn't the rookie. He had his r- normal rookie mistakes, but he played good. But should Ryan Poles had invested more as far as veterans on that offensive line? What do you guys think? Uh, I don't want to go into revisionist history, but I did say we probably needed a, a young center to grow with Justin Fields, but we have what we have. Mm-hmm. And they have not been performing as 10 sacks is it's just, we're going to kill a kid. How the kid going to make it through the season, get sacked five times a game. It's just not possible. Um, I know we haven't been whole all Tevin Jenkins has been missing the whole entire season. I think he won't be back to possibly week six, week seven. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Nate Davis, he missed this last game. Um, I would say the pocket's been looking better than last year. I'll tell you that, but it's still it's still underwhelming. I don't. Of course, he should have did something better. He should have invested more. But we can't. We we got what we got now. We got what we got. I mean, me personally, I look at it from a perspective of the the he's been investing in it, but I don't think that just throwing money at veteran players was gonna get the job done because we're still looking at. A team like the Bengals, they invested a lot of money in their offensive line, and they still got some trouble over there too. So I, I, I would like to him, yes, bring in some veterans, but you also still need to be able to coach guys up for the future. Look how long the Dallas Cowboys offensive line has been great because they built that offensive line through the draft, developed that offensive line, and look how long that off- that offensive line has been in place since Tony Romo was there. Mm. And that offensive line was able to carry on to Dak Prescott, and now they still running right now. So I, I understand, like, we want the veterans, stuff like that. But I, I say you you do a nice mix, you know what I'm saying? But I think one thing is for sure. I think the Bears, they need to stop playing themselves. And Cody Whitehair and Lucas Patrick, yeah, they they performed well last game. But I, I would say you got a young guy in J. Tyree Carter who could perform better than uh, Whitehair at the left guard. In the meantime, 
And then we got to figure out the center spot. I wish they would have drafted John Michael Smith, but it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is when it comes to that. I think they're going to find this. And keep in mind, too, Doug Kramer, who's out, he's on injury reserve as well. He went out with Tevin Jenkins. I do oh, think yeah. they, they they look very highly at Doug Kramer um, as well. But, like, you know, it's easy to say when you're struggling, oh, let's just go out and spend more money. But, like, how sustainable mm-hmm. is that, right? Yep. Had they went out and signed, for example, Orlando Brown Jr., right? cool but then i think you got to also keep in mind that would have changed some of the things on what else you can do around the team and i really don't look at one offensive lineman as good as orlando brown jr was last season because he was amazing the best offensive lineman probably in the game of football last season i don't think that it it changes enough for this bears team to where it makes sense spending that amount of money at one position agreed yo any any guys on that line that you guys are are set with is it just the two tackles on the end are you guys cool with braxton i loved i'm cool with braxton i believe he'll come out of that and i did love uh jay tyree carter filling in at the right guard i believe he had a solid game and the pocket was the pocket they were better this week and i think that just comes with you know with time but it's gonna be hard when you still got guys coming being not being there that's what's gonna make it hard i just had really quick justice justin is in He's the reason for like a third of those sacks for sure. Yeah. Oh, half. Yeah. No, half. Yeah. Half, half, half of the sacks came yeah. from. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. For sure. He's definitely um, a reason. But I, I will say this, like I, I, yeah, I agree. Uh, J. Tyree Carter, I really, I like every time. It seems like he's he gets better every time I see him, and it seems like he really is learning. And uh, I, I like how they can use him. Darnell Wright, he's he's solidified. I, I really already two weeks in. I feel yep. like he's he's fixing a lot of the rookie mistakes, and I think by the end of the season we're gonna realize we got a damn good guy in in uh, Darnell Wright. And I think also I think people are forgetting too we're missing our statistically our best offensive lineman from last season in Tevin Jenkins. I really yep. do think the, the absence of Tevin Jenkins is a big part of why of what we're feeling from this team. On top of like Nate Davis not being there throughout training camp and not having that continuity, but I think when you miss. The, the the player that has been there in Tevin Jenkins and we've seen grow and develop over these three years, it's it, it really puts a highlight on how much we're missing Jenkins right now. Agreed. 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 Let's put Dan Feeney at center. Damn, put him in the center. Hey, bro. <laughs> the Listen. mullet of the Midwest, man. Shout out to him. Put him in, bro. Mullet, man. Mullet I bet you he going to come with energy, man. You can't wear hey, listen, a mullet. You, you can't, can't have a mullet, mullet and not bring energy, bro. <laughs> like, have you ever met somebody with a mullet that didn't have energy, bro? <laughs> like, bro, come on. Like, so. With that, so that if you go to a little village, them di- that's a different time. <laughs> that's, that's different people. Bro. That's <laughs> different 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 people. You got different things going on there. <laughs> uh, last topic for the day, though. Uh, are Justin Fields or Matt Eberfuss is the time that the maybe they start being on the hot seat uh you know i talked about during the live call in the post game show the fact that when your team has potentially two number one pick uh uh first round picks and it's a quarterback deep draft there are potentially three or four quarterbacks that could be nfl ready in this upcoming draft or do you think that it's a thing where ryan poles who says talks so much about always being in evaluation mode could it be uh matt Eberfus being on the hot seat what do you guys think <clears throat> I think Eva Flues is primarily on the hot seat, but you know what he's going to do? There's a scapegoat, and that scapegoat is Justin Fields. Mm. Justin Fields will be the blame of this. They will get rid of him. Go and get that kid from USC or whoever they going to get, Shadur or whoever. 
No, she, and he won't please keep Shador off my team. Bro. You don't like Shador? I don't. Shador, like Shador is a baller. I'm telling you right now. Look, <laughs> uh, Shador gonna be the black Johnny Manziel, bro. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, but I think Justin Fields is 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 shaping up to be the scapegoat. If somebody gotta go, is it gonna be the head coach or your starting quarterback? They gonna blame the starter quarterback. I don't have my quarterback to lead this team. I don't have my quarterback. He can't run the offense. He can't read the offense. He can't go through his progression. He's the scapegoat. Justin Fields is my answer. I mean, I look at it like that, but I feel like the Bears, they should be looking at the in totality and the leaders of the team. Look at how bad your defense is from your defensive head coach. Look how bad mm. your offense is. If you Like Ryan Poles, you went out and got uh, – I forgot who, who he signed, but he was like – Oh, when he brought in Unique Ngakwe. Bears fans, we I heard y'all say we needed another edge. Yeah, I don't think he hearing that fire the Lou Gatsy stuff. Man, look, the way I'm playing it, honestly, I don't know which way the Bears will take this whole thing. But we did see the New York Giants give Daniel Jones another chance with an offensive coach because the owners liked him. They liked Daniel Jones, so they said, we're going to give you an offensive coach to give you one more shot. I don't know how the Bears feel about it. I do know Kevin Warren has some type of relationship with Justin Fields. He's known him for a while, so there's something there. But I do know Kevin Warren. He's a no-nonsense guy. He'll get your ass up out of there. And I would say you got to look at how how the players responding to, you know what I'm saying, a coach. And right as of right now, through 12 losses in a row, the player's not responding. Nope. Yeah. yeah. That's coaching. Yep. And I say but this it can before go you either go either way. It can go either way. Virginia McCaskey don't know who the hell Justin Fields <laughs> is. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. I think even for here's what I'll see. go ahead though. Here's what I'll say. I think that I love that you brought up Kevin Warren, Bobby, as well, because I like Kevin Warren came in. I think right now he's focused a lot on the new stadium, which I understand, but I don't don't overlook the fact that with this the way that this team's performing, Kevin Warren's gonna come in and he's gonna be like, "Hey, pose, bro. We gotta holler. Like, let me holler at you." Real quick. Um, and I think when it comes down to it, when you have a head coach that can't excel at the thing they came that they came in to do, and that's defense, yep. it puts a highlight on that head coach because then you have to start asking yourself of are you the right guy? Because we already he can have the scapegoat on. Well, I'm not an offensive guy, so let's fire the offensive coordinator. Cool. But what are you doing to develop these defensive pieces, right? What are you doing to excel as a defense? And that's how we need to evaluate Matt Eberflus. And if Ryan Poles looks at that and says, hey, listen, offense, okay, we know it's Getsy. Getsy's out of here anyway. Let's just say that that's the case. But now I'm looking at you. What have you done with this defense, right? I got you veterans. I got you young, talented players. And it's going to come down to, in Ryan Poles' evaluation, does he look at it and say, this is something where I feel like I drafted the right guys? But the right, they are not put in the right positions or have the system that's going to make them thrive? Or is Ryan Poles looking at it and say, all right, maybe I missed on these draft picks. Let's go out and get some different guys. If it, if Ryan Poles in his evaluation says, no, the guys I drafted are good. You're not doing the system right. Even who's get up out of there. Mm. Yeah, I, cause, I'm with that. Because, like, the way I look at it is, like, yes, we see these college, co these college coaches, I mean, college players, these college quarterbacks, they look phenomenal in college, but sometimes that doesn't always pan out in the NFL. So a lot of things you will have to consider. And then if you do keep Eberflus around and you do draft a new quarterback, who the hell developing? 
Who's developing Luke. the quarterback? Because Luke Getzey can't get the best out of Justin Fields, so you're going to trust a rookie to come and, and, and lean on Luke Getzey? It wouldn't make sense. It got to be Flutes and his coaching staff first. Yep. That's what I would say. And, and, and the only thing that could change all that is if Ryan Poles and is if, if one of these college quarterbacks looks so amazing to Poles where he just is like, listen, these guys are head and shoulders above what I think Justin Fields could be. That's what could change it also. And, you know, we don't know what Poles' mindset is when it comes to these quarterbacks. i tell you what, the quarterback in Notre Dame is looking some is looking damn good. Yeah. But I don't know if Ryan Poles is going to look at that and say, all right, he's 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 that much better than what I'm expecting that Justin Fields could be able to to be. And so because of that, I do think that if this season, if we have another three and 14 season, I'm, I'm going to go on record right now. Either Matt Eberflus or Justin Fields will not be back. Oh yeah, next season. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. that be One of them are not coming back. One hundred and ten percent. Absolutely. If you go three and fourteen in consecutive oh. seasons. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's unprecedented. No, no. We all do that in Chicago. We all do that in Chicago. I don't remember this that we ever had back to back like trash ass seasons like three. Wait, Mark Trash man, where did we go? Did we go like? Nah. We went horrible. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Cause that yeah, you definitely can't do that back to back season, especially when no. you was, you know what I'm saying, a team that was supposed to at least have seven wins. You know what I'm saying? You can't get seven. <laughs> they should easily get seven wins, bro, with the talent on this team, bro. I just think the strategy and you gotta get Justin Fields right. He could have been one and one right now, bro. All you need is a field goal been. at least. At least a field goal. Could have been. So and no end up seeing anything left, fellas, before we get up out of here. Uh, uh, everybody, buck up, man! It's one we going to the next week. It's gonna get back. We going against the Chiefs. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we just just hope it's competitive. We're gonna be yeah. right here, still doing our thing, turned up. Justin Fields, my guy. You got into November. That's it. <laughs> Damn, November. Damn, Jesus. Damn. Bobby, 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 ready to, to chop heads <laughs> off, but I understand it, I'm man. Be like, cool. you got into November. I need can he get past Thanksgiving game? Yeah, because ain't Thanksgiving, you got it's, it's gonna be a little some games, and I believe they're gonna be more winnable because I definitely want to see him against the Broncos. I think that's a, a winnable game. We don't know if they're gonna win, but it's winnable. We'll see. Ooh. We'll see, man. I, I just I just want to see better from this team, yep. and let's hope that, you know, I'll tell you what, and I guarantee you, if the Bears can find a way to win against the Kansas City Chiefs, wow. a lot of Bears fans, <laughs> it's going to turn on this. Like, they're going to turn around where they stand right now, and let's see what the team can do, man. We're, we're, we'll preview that game later on in the week, but um, overall, man, if there's nothing left, guys, all I'll say is, Thank you guys for tuning in. Oh, no, Bobby, you send this off, man, because hey, I'll be missing you. It's all good. Make sure you hit me and Uncle Boshat Bulls podcast, and y'all already know, hit my man's Hayes up on all social media platforms at CEO Hayes. Bear down, baby. There you go. It's about to be just beard, because I'm not shaving again for the rest of the year. That's all. That's what I'm doing. Yes, like, sir. beard about to be redunking. Yes, <laughs> oh, with that said, man, you guys can follow us collectively at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central, gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, 773-242-9336. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Shy Town up. Bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co 